the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Monday, and uh, some bad news to share with you, and that is that uh, an icon of American TV has passed away over the weekend. Alex Trebek has died. away at the age of uh, 80, uh, 80 years old, old. and uh, he made it to the final eight percentile it was 18 percent chance that he would live for one year after getting a stage four uh, pancreatic, pancreatic cancer. cancer diagnosis and he did that and uh, if he'd gone a couple more months he'd gotten through the eight percent so he was wow. an outliner and made the statement, there was a story about him, I was reading about it this morning, and he said that all those prayers and all those uh, positive uh, thoughts from people kept him going. And he said that he did get up on certain days, and his wife would ask him, how are you feeling today? And he said, I feel like I'm dead. Mm. So... And, and 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 he went into the long discussion that everybody's got to have at times, and that is, is the cure worse than, worse the, than disease. the disease? Right. And uh, evidently, he had reached that point. He passed away peacefully uh, in his sleep uh, yesterday. You know, you know. I guess I could say to you, you know, who passed away yesterday? And the correct answer is Alex Trebek. Mm-hmm. All right. So anyway, he'll be known for that game show forever. I don't know who who they'll get to take his place, but they will because he took somebody somebody's place. I think he took – didn't he take Hugh Downs' place? Was Hugh Downs doing it when Trebek took it over? Uh, because I think the game transcends the host, so to speak. So we'll we'll see. Speaking of the ghosts uh, – the, the host uh, being transcendent, for instance – you got great questions like these. Uh, football 200. Your choice. Do or don't name this play in which the quarterback runs the ball and can choose to pitch it to another back. 
It's an option play. Ryan? <laughs> Uh, football, 400. I can tell you guys are big football fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom Landry perfected the shotgun formation with this team. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Uh, do you think we should go to commercial? <laughs> Ryan? Take it on to 600. Okay, by signaling for one of these, a returner can reel in a kick without fear of getting tackled. Fair catch. Two clues left, Ryan. 800. These penalties are simultaneous violations by the offense and defense that cancel each other out. And they are called offsetting penalties. Let's look at the uh, $1,000 clue just for the fun of it. Jimmy? As Minneapolis's U.S. Bank Stadium prepares to host Super Bowl 52, I'm looking at the Ring of Honor with names from this defensive line that took the Vikings to four Super Bowls. If you guys ring in and get this one, I will die. <laughs> Who are the purple people eaters? We're going to take a break. I have to talk to them. All right. There was a little of an outtake uh-huh. from, from Jeopardy. Uh, R.D. Alex Trebek passed away yesterday. Oh, yeah, 80 years old. 80 years old. All right, so uh, we don't have nothing to talk about today. I haven't figured out what we want to talk about today. Of course, uh, talk about our favorite recipes. Yeah, or, or I, you know, how, how do you how do you cook, my favorite how do you turkey? Cook, how do you cook your deer when you <laughs> kill it? <laughs> Wait, wait, wasn't there an election? Yeah, there was an election. Oh, what, we, we're going to talk. The election is still going on. Was that an election? Yeah, there's still a lot. There's, there's, there's still, still a lot going on. Maybe still some voting going on, maybe? I would I would love if they could get a, get a fair poll of how, buddy, how many Americans believe that the election that just occurred was fair. Well, probably, you know. Forty-nine point nine percent on both on one side and what, what, fifty point nine or fifty-one or whatever. Well, it might be fifty percent if you didn't poll the people that were dead. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just, just really amazing. Uh, well, my favorite political uh, cartoon over the weekend was Joe Biden standing in front of a cemetery, and it said, "Joe Biden thanks his voters." <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm uh, di- I am disappointed. My faith doesn't let me get too disappointed because I do believe my savior is in control. However, I will also say that uh, I've seen a lot of this in Chicago. Mm. Well, from growing up, long as I was growing up in Chicago, saw this in 1960 we watched I think Mayor Daley steal the election for John F Kennedy. <clears throat> There's just a lot of things that have have happened. Yeah, you say, you know, Jesus is in control. Uh, he causes the sun come up and the earth to stay on its rotations. He keeps us air to breathe and everything that we and me need to have free will and make choices. But he's not involved in people counting dogs and cats mm-hmm. in the voting cycle. <laughs> he's not involved of the, you know, UPS taking ballot boxes of ballots and try to hide them somewhere. And he's not in control of all the chaos that's going have, on right and now. And have a United States postal worker who has signed an affidavit, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, told to bring in a dump load of, of ballots uh, that they knew uh, were Biden's ballots. But, knew 
How they knew, they didn't say. They well, just knew. And, they and, were, then, and then before the election, you had the U.S. Postal Workers um, Union come out and endorse Biden. That, that's you know, that's a problem when you have the Postal Service dealing with so many of the ballots coming in and they endorse Biden. But one thing you said is for sure, we don't worship government and the Republicans don't worship government. We worship God. So uh, so whenever the election happens and when this goes through the courts and when the Supreme Court makes a decision on this, you know, we'll still get up and go to work the next day and provide for our families and and provide for for uh, the people that serve in God and go to work. We just have to work a little bit harder, probably like Obama raised our taxes and doubled the cost of our health insurance. So we just may have to work harder. Well, there's still there is still a a, a big issue to be decided. That is the Senate. And I'm just telling you, as a as a conservative, we need to hold the Senate. If we don't hold the Senate, it folks, be pretty rough. You know, right. Katie bar the door. I don't know where that saying came from, but Katie bar the door. Yeah, one of the, one of the things about Democrats is a lot of times they have courage to go ahead and push their agenda, whereas Republicans a lot of times are kind of timid about it. The Democrats will often push hard and and try to push their socialist, um, communist type Marxist. Well, ideology. Biden's already said he's going to. Well, all I want the Republicans to do is roll it back. That would be it, nice. It is roll it back. I, I, it's would, not, it would be I don't nice want them to do anything. I want them to undo on. something. If they would just put the brakes on, that would yeah. be nice. Yeah, we just we just don't want uh, less freedom and more expensives. You know, the the more money that we have in our pockets to have the free will to spend where we want to, the more our neighbors we can help and the more sure. good we can do in the community. Sure. If if you send it into the government. You know, they're, they're going to incentivize people and to, do the bad th- to do bad things. And they things. will hurt you. When yeah. government has money and power, they hurt people. That's right. So we just need it in our control. We need the insurance money back. You know, uh, well, things and, were better under, under Trump, but, you know, uh, and uh, government d- didn't grow as much as it would have been if Hillary Clinton. If we've got anything to be thankful for is I don't think Ted Cruz could have beat Hillary Clinton in, in that election. And I think Trump was the only one that could have beat Hillary Clinton. The ball was going that way, and we got Trump for four years, and we got two Supreme Court justices out of it. Two, three. Or we got three out of it. Got three out of it. Kavanaugh, and of course, our lease was Amy. Uh, If you want to look at the bright side of something, what if we'd had Hillary to point those three, and where would we be at today if we had Hillary Clinton? So. uh, I don't know. We we might have had a national mask mandate and federal officials coming over and. judging whether or not we had enough of a, a face covering well we'd have a problem because you know i'm going to get up and go to work every day if they put chains on my place i have saws and cutters you know <laughs> i have the equipment to get the doors open so i'll either be in jail or at work one well here's the key I, I'm, I'm hearing people i'm hearing people on the uh mass media you know as far as the abc nbc cbs and cnn and i think for, to be honest with you, Fox News uh, saying that it's time for Trump to concede. I don't believe so because nothing has been completely set in stone yet. And until that happens, you shouldn't concede uh, unless you're getting unless you're getting waxed. And he's not getting waxed by any uh, stretch of the imagination. And uh, I just go back to what Hillary Clinton said just a few weeks ago. 
Joe Biden, no matter what happens, don't concede. Hmm. I mean, have you? Did you see him uh, during the election? And they knew it was going to be razor thin. And you had uh, the major uh, media saying, you know, Bush probably would have lost if Gore hadn't came out and conceded there uh, in uh, Nashville uh, early on. And, folks, I'm just telling you, the left don't care as long as the left wins. Hmm. That's, that's what well, they're I didn't hear that it was going to be razor thin on the on the TV or on, or on CNN. You know, that was supposed to be a landslide, I thought. I thought this was supposed to be a, a mandate for the American people wanting things to go the opposite direction. Yeah, it's no mandate, that's for sure. No, I'm just saying when they knew that yeah, it was They knew be, it, but they weren't saying it. It was going to be razor thin. Uh, the thing that should die now is polling. We well, that should have died a long time should, ago. But we should be yeah. totally do- done with polling now. It's proven itself to be, you know, nothing more than uh, uh, well, a and, game. And, and even even whether or not the polling is accurate, but the problem is that they may actually be, be putting out false information on purpose even it's a, with the polling. Well, of course they were. That's it. The polls were wrong four years ago when Donald Trump was expected not to win because Hillary was going to win by a landslide. All the mm-hmm. polls were wrong, I think, with, with the exception of one. Mm-hmm. And, and I said that. I said that on Fox. But you know what? Here's what I'm sick of. I am sick of all these people, all these Democrats, telling us we need to just calm down and we need to just move on and we need to come together and unite yeah, and just accept and work together yeah after 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 four years of not uniting and not coming together because they didn't get their way yeah mr president elect uh if if that is true uh you you went up in front of your supporters and said it was time now to to stop all the vitriol and everything you might call michelle obama and tell her that because she basically said anybody who voted for donald trump was a racist hmm and said because we voted for the status quo did you see that oh, what did you hear that ocasio and some of the democrats are calling for a blacklist of all the people who supported the trump uh, campaign who helped with the trump campaign they want to blacklist these people and make sure that they don't get any jobs in government and that they don't have any any way to continue to succeed in america in in the business world this is coming from the same party that, where do we sign no up? university jobs yeah no university jobs you can't work in academia you can't teach in public schools if you supported trump this is what the left wants completely just blacklist you all right a break the gauntlet has been thrown down. The phone number is 8230965. Let's hear from you today here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, power panels here. Paul is here. RD is here. Jim Morgan is here. Good to have everybody in the studio. Iverson Jackson will be back next week. But we've got a lot of phone calls. Becky will start us off in Louisiana. Becky, how are you? And welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show. Hi, Dave. Doing good. Okay. My encouragement is call your legislators, your Republicans, tell them not to go weak need. This is a fight for our Constitution and the future of our country. Yeah, I don't and, disagree uh, with you. Thank you, Dave. All right. I mean, seriously, this is a time to stand up, not to, to you know, capitulate. You don't just capitulate on something like this. Not with all of... The different things that we have seen happen and all of the things that uh, have been reported. Look, maybe we still don't win the election, 
But at least we have to make sure that our our electoral process is clean. We got, and if it's not like in Philadelphia, I'm telling you what, Philadelphia makes Chicago look like a bunch of pikers. And Detroit, and Detroit, yeah. Yeah, they they had 160,000 votes dropped in the middle of the night. And so the thing is, so from what I'm hearing, apparently some of these places are not allowing the the observers where they're supposed to be. And it's it's not apparently. That's a fact. I've seen the videos. So the, the the thing is that if you have a situation like that. Whoever's responsible for, for blocking the people seems like they need to be arrested on site. Yeah, I lost a, a, a piece of uh, a report that I wanted, but Judge Alito on the Supreme Court says that he wants to take a look at Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And that's, I'm just telling you, it has to happen. We got to clean this up. You yeah. know, we're not a banana republic or I'm hoping we're not. And I'm hearing calls, a lot of calls. In fact, there's an entire Facebook page full of like hundreds of thousands of people that are demanding another, just another vote. Let's just have, because even if you find out all this cheating has taken place and you can prove it, what do you do then? How, what, do, you, what, how do you figure out what the actual numbers are? Well, let's see, that's when the well, Supreme Court Well, especially if you've got machines. They're, they're asking they're for an audit of the machines. An audit of the machines. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But, okay, so you find out that the machines screwed up and gave a bunch of threw a bunch of votes to Biden. How how do you how do you fix that other than to just have another election? Yeah. Well, let's go, let's go talk to Tracy from Mountain View. Tracy, how are you? Good morning, Dave. I've been simmering over this election <laughs> situation since last week, as I'm sure that like over half of the people who voted in this election, Donald Trump. Um, no one should count this man out. He knew exactly what was going to happen in this election, and he was prepared for it. So I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there. Uh, Everybody needs to look up the blockchain process that the U.S. Postal Service had. They had a very special patent that they submitted last year, and apparently they were granted this patent at the beginning of this year. And it's a very, very very, um, specific system that is designed to eliminate uh, fraud of ballots that are submitted through the U.S. Postal Service. I realize that's just one limb of our um, of the way that our ballots are cast, but um, he addressed that, and the, nobody's talking about it. Um, another limb of it is this uh, Dominion voting system that was implemented in all of the swing states. Oh, how what a coincidence! Dominion voting is the mechanism that they use to siphon all of these votes and to subvert this the the count and all that's going to come out it's all going to come out i'm not a conspiracy theorist there are people who have been analyzing this michael flynn alluded to this he had an interview with one of the uh, anchors with newsmax everybody just kind of needs to go just think like trump think like Trump and think about what Trump has been. Trump didn't go out and play golf this weekend just to get his mind off of it. He knows the way this thing is going to end. I just want everybody to pray about it, give everybody hope, and realize that Trump knew this was going to happen. It's a trap. Biden is in big trouble, right. and everybody who's helping him is in big trouble. I got to let you go. Got to let right. you go. We Thanks. got news. We got news coming up. Let me get to the news, and then we come back. If you're waiting, we'll get to you to talk to you here on the uh, the Dave Ellswick Show. So 
Don't run away anywhere. I got to get my clock up here so I can see what's going on. And uh, we got about 10 seconds. So Jan Morgan is here. Artie Hopper is here. Paul Calvert is here. I'm here. And uh, we got about three or four people waiting to get on. Stick around. Wow, everybody wants to talk today. I wonder why. Michael is in Little Rock. How are you, Michael? Welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show. Good morning, Dave. Thanks for having me on. Sure. Uh, I just had a quick question for you. With half of the evidence we have on Joe Biden working this election, how is he not in prison? How is he still allowed to run? I don't well, understand that. Now I'm, uh, I'm not, I don't know if it was Biden or it was just minions within the, the Democratic Party or the left. But a lot of stuff don't smell right, and if they don't do the investigation that needs to be done, then America teeters, I'm just telling you. Right, but if we take a step back and we remember his signatures were on a lot of the documents that are equivalent to treason with Obama. I mean, all of this has just been forgotten, and I, I just I don't understand how he's talk freely. If Trump had done half of these things, he'd have already been lynched. Well, there there was sure a lot. There should have been another a big impeachment trial. I can tell you that. But uh, look, they're going to look to move Biden out as quickly as they possibly can. That's why Pelosi was talking about the Twenty Fifth Amendment earlier uh, in this election. I don't think the man will make it through the first year. I'd be surprised if he so you, does. You think Pelosi herself might actually try to get him removed? No. I, I I think so. I well, I definitely do. Michael, thanks for your call, and I can't answer that question. I wish I could answer the question about that, but I can't. Uh, Larry in Conway. How are you, Larry? Welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show. You there, Larry? Larry must have left us. Elisa is in Virginia. How are you? Are you with me? Dave. Hello? Yes. This Larry and Conway. Oh, hello, Larry and Conway. Gotcha now. Okay, how are you? I'm I'm uh, I'm kind of upset, but that's I got a couple of things. First of all, the Republicans ain't got no spine to do what the Democrats do. If we did, things had already been changed a little bit. Secondly, those voting machines. I guarantee you, one of my Social Security retirement check. That if you look, I bet you Soros is one of his subsidiary companies owns that company that sells those machines. Wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me at all. And thirdly, I'm divorcing. I'm getting a divorce from all of my Democrat stuff. All my friends, everything. I'm not talking to them. I'm not going into any of their businesses. I'm serious. I'm serious. Yeah, it sounds funny, but you know what? They do it to us. And and I'm sick and tired of us not doing it to them and, and being so nice. I understand the nice part, and I'm a nice guy. But I'm, I'm just not going to do it. Hey, you're a Democrat. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to have anything to do with you. Well, well, I, and I don't think you're going to have to worry about that, to be honest. Well, at there, least, at least I think that's... they're going to they're gonna put you off into the pasture somewhere <laughs> by themselves. At least that's the honorable way yeah. of going about it. In, in many cases, people will use the government to shut you down rather than actually boycott. And that's uh, and I'm perfectly okay with with boycotts. But when when people say, you know what, I want the government to shut you down because you're not doing the things I, I uh, you're doing things I don't like. You're, mm-hmm. you're supporting organizations, or maybe you have religious views that I don't like. Therefore, I'm going to have the, call the government, try to get them to 
to come and shut you down or put, well, put you in jail. They're, they're going to have to come and fi- they're going to have to come and find me. <laughs> I got you because I'm very I'm a mobile guy, <laughs> and I'm telling you, a lot of my stuff is already in my in my little uh, hidey hole. So. <laughs> So You're prepared. Smart thing, Larry. Smart thing. Come and get me. I dare them. <laughs> I got and you. I hope. So that shirt, that shirt wasn't no special. Was not a, a special deal for you. Come and get it. Was a real deal, right? <laughs> oh, I yeah. lost him. We lost him. All right. All right. Is Ron from Israel with us now? Is Ron there? Ron, are you hey, there? Now. I'm here, sir. Okay, great. And I'm not Israel, Arkansas, either. We're talking about the country of Israel. No, I'm talking about Israel, the Middle East. I'm oh. sitting in a town called Bet Yam right now. Okay. Wow. Wow. Thanks for calling us. So what time is it there? Hi, Jan. Hi. <laughs> you know, I've been following you for years, young lady. Oh, well, good. And thank you for calling me young lady, because <laughs> I'm not young anymore. We appreciate that. That's okay. Nor, nor am I. Hey, I, I just want you to know that uh, I just taught at a U.S. combatives camp this weekend. I taught the firearms portion, but there was some hand-to-hand combat and then some mental stuff, stress, adrenaline um, training, as well as um, simulator training. And I want you to know that some of the maneuvers that they taught were based on the things that they teach in Israel. Because you guys know you guys know how to fight. What is the special martial well, arts well, for that you one, guys well, for one, let me just let me let me clarify my position. How about that? Yeah. Okay. I'm a man that made something called Aliyah, meaning that I'm a Jewish person that returned home to Israel. That's number one. Okay. Number two, I'm an American. I'm born a second and third generation. I was born and raised in the state of Illinois. Oh, in the wow. city of Chicago. Oh no! I don't, you I don't blame you for leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. But my 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 past is far and vast, and and explicitly of what Jan's talking about. Um, you know what? This is the very first time I actually wanted to go ahead and come in contact that I was able to turn around and tell Mrs. Morgan, well, Miss Morgan, uh, however you want to put it, that you know what? I appreciate what you do, and like I said at the beginning when I first started voicing up, that you know what. You've been a fighter. You've been a combatter. You know, you have a good woman on your show. I know. And that. I follow well, you guys as you. much as I can, but you got to remember the time frame here. We're eight hours ahead of you. <laughs> yeah. Right. I got well, so, you. So, so just while don't you talk guys about are it. on during the day, I'm listening in the middle of the night. So what are, what are the people of Israel saying? What are they talking about regarding our election system? What are you hearing on the streets there? Okay, well, what I'm hearing right now is that the majority are actually upset like we are. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say anywhere between 55 to 70% of the public that I talk to uh, and how I talk to them, besides me being just an active person, always out talking to people, uh, I'm an elevator man. I'm an elevator technician. So mm-hmm. uh I move around a lot. I'm going in different buildings. People are always asking me, especially being American. You know, the first thing that I do is I always say hello before I say uh, shalom. Mm-hmm. So they understand my English and they understand the position of who they're speaking with because mm-hmm. my Hebrew is not that good. So I have to, you know, work with it. What I do, like I said, I've been working with it for 10 years now. But to go back to what you were just asked, 
Yeah, like I said, 55 to 70% of the Israelis are upset with what has actually happened. Uh, nobody's believing the media. The more I talk to people, I tell them not to pay attention to the media. They have to do their own investigative reporting, researching, looking at things, uh, listening to people like you guys, um, listening to the, the facts of what is, what is really going on, you know, uh, that's it. That's 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 what I got to say to that. <laughs> well, thank you so much for calling in. We, yeah, we really appreciate, appreciate it. it. We and, appreciate and you just, talking. Yeah, you know, tell the folks of Israel just to hang tight. Uh, this this ain't over it's yet. It's not over until the family sings. No, it's not over. It's not over, it's not over until the fat lady sings. That's exactly yeah. right. You sh- hey, from Illinois, where where in Illinois? What county? Not Cook, right? No, well, of course, Cook. Well, but, you, you were know, in the Cook Democrats County. Never oh, got, the Lord. Democrats never got to me, and the union pushed Good. me out years ago. So, you know. Wow. All right. We appreciate your call. Thank you very much. That man knows exactly what's going on. Yes, he if does. he was raised in Cook County, Illinois, I'm just mm-hmm. telling you, one of the most corrupt counties in America. There's wow. no doubt about it. All right. Elisa, is that who we got on? Let's go to her. How are you, Elisa? Good. How are you? Doing fantastic. How are things in Blue Virginia? <laughs> Pretty good. I just mm. wanted to say hi to Jan. Um, as a woman, I really respect the fact that you stand up for what you believe in. Um, gun rights too. Um, I've been following a really long time. Well, thank um, you. I wanted to say my yeah. I wanted to say sorry. I get nervous talking live. Um, right. I wanted to say my opinion about the election. Um, I think Trump was winning by a landslide in some of um the battleground states, and I think the media saw it, and I think they had to pause it. And I think that's where the fraud came in. And I also think us as conservatives, usually we're very quiet people. I am, but I think um, we shouldn't sit this one out. We should stand up for Trump. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, we're not going to sit this absolutely. one out. When look, I'm, I'm 67 going on 68 years old. I can tell you yeah. I have never seen a pause in an election. Never. <laughs> never saw yeah. saying, hey, hold on, we're going to stop voting right now. Right. I've never seen that. I mean, in Chicago, they figured out how to do it while you were voting, okay? Mm-hmm. But they had to pause and that's here. why I think Trump was winning by a landslide. I think they were shocked. I think the numbers were coming in, and I think they had to pause it because I think they weren't expecting it. Well, let me ask you this, because the, the, right next door to you in West Virginia, it's a good, solid red state. But your state has gone blue, and you guys have suffered tremendously your rights, not just gun rights, but all of your rights, tremendously since yes. uh, yeah, Northam. I, I came over and spoke at the lab, uh, Lobby Day rally. Um, that was, well, I was huge, there. Yeah, good. Hey, and listen, by the way, please private message me, because I need you to get involved with 2A Women Virginia. Okay. And, and that's my organization in Virginia. Yeah, sent me a message today. But I just want to know how, how it feels to be a, a Virginian right now when so much of your state has gone so far left. It, it's really hard. Like, me and my husband, we moved on top of a mountain because we thought we were going to be, like, with like-minded people who like guns, hunting. Mm-hmm. But it's becoming so blue. And they're moving from um, Washington and Prince mm-hmm. William County, and they're taking over our rural areas, and they're bringing their crap with them. And it's just really hard. Um, but it's it, it's crazy what's going on here. Well, I mean, just pack I've never thought I'd be Biden trying on top of a mountain. <laughs> yeah, come on down. Come on yeah. down, yeah. Arkansas. Like just pack up. We got lots of mountains here too. We like the, guns too. We have, love guns. You of, yeah. You have a bunch of moral pollution coming out of DC there. <laughs> yeah, you do. Okay. We appreciate your call. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Thank you very much for listening to me. Bye. Yeah, don't forget to uh, send your uh, direct message to. Uh, to Jan. Okay, yes. we got to get a break in. Let's do that. Phone lines are open now if you've been trying to get in. 
Been busy this morning, 823-0965. If you're outside our area code, 501-823-0965. Your thoughts about the election, we're letting you uh, vent your spleen, so to speak. Feel free to do that here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, the power panel is in the house. Of course, uh, Jan Morgan is here. R.D. Hopper is here. Paul Calvert is here. You're here. And uh, we're getting lots of phone calls right now. Let's go to Doug in Hot Springs. Doug, how are you today? And welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show. Hey, Dave, I'm very hopeful, very hopeful. And first of all, I want to say I'm a huge fan of Jan Morgan. So thanks for having her on. Big fan of hers for a long time. She's always a part of this show. Two two questions where the cheaters went wrong, because they're trying to steal this election with the full knowledge that the media was going to be complicit in their cheating. Mm -hmm. But two questions I have for you, Dave, and maybe, Jan, you could answer this, too. Uh, you're filling out a ballot at home. You have all the time in the world. Why would you only vote for the president and nobody down ballot? Why would you not vote for the congressman or the senator? And yet uh, the Republicans gain seats in the House. They're going to hold on to the Senate. It's kind of suspicious that 138,000 ballots were all for just the president alone, and none of those people bothered to fill out for the congressman, number one. And the other question is, you get 138,000 dropped overnight. When we all went to bed, Trump had an insurmountable lead. Mm-hmm. Five, five states stopped the vote, and all of a sudden they find all these Democratic votes. It's like, what are the odds out of 138,000 Democratic votes that not one of them was incorrectly filled out? I mean, there's got to be, what, a 3 to 7% spoilage rate amongst 100 ballots. There's going to be 3 to 7 that were incorrectly filled out, yet 138,000, all for Joe Biden. You know, you and gotta, not one had you a mistake. Re- on you got to understand, Doug. With Democrats, it's always perfection. For Republicans, <laughs> yeah. it's always a problem. That's just a, but, you know, it's the way it's been done, and the media has played into that whole thing. Uh, I'm 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 just telling you, uh, if this stands, this country is in serious serious. And that's why your state government is so critical, because there there will come a time if we don't keep this White House and if we don't fix this election process so that people can trust that there is some integrity with our election system. We lose our constitutional republic. We are no longer a representative form of government. If people feel that their vote doesn't count and it doesn't matter, that it's all rigged, then we no longer have a representative form of government and all chaos will break loose. And that the only way to stay free at that point is for your state government to step up and be that barrier yeah, between the exactly abusive right. arm of the federal government. All right. Well, that's a good Go point. Ahead. Thank God we live in Arkansas. Thanks, Jack. Yeah, I got you on that one. Thank you so much. We'll take a break uh, uh, from Doug now and go to Joe. He's out in Michigan. Hi, Joe. How are you? And welcome uh, to the Dave Ellswick Show in Little Rock, Arkansas. Good morning, and I want to thank you all for standing up for the truth and the right and all that you say and do for your radio station and Dan in particular. Dan, I called in a couple of times before. I was actually a poll observer, and I read, uh, got with the county clerk and the deputy county clerk of my area, and I uh, told them I want to be an observer, and it got on the, on the record to be in that. So I went and was an observer in my precinct, and there were several people that I saw that were coming in that supposedly, and I say supposedly because I couldn't verify the truth, but I can hear the room when they were voting, and they were coming in saying, well, I want to spoil my absentee ballot and vote again. 
Hmm. And that's that's an option. That's an option if it's done correctly and honestly. Hmm. But I had an absorbent amount of people that came in to do that, which was very odd. Mm-hmm. And several people came in the precinct too, and uh, they they uh, wanted to uh, vote in a different precinct. They were actually from a different precinct. But you know, how many people do you realize don't know their own precinct? And by the way, too, what was very odd in Michigan, just so you know, Michigan is very upset, the people that actually voted legally and honestly as citizens. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you uh, uh, the idea that I know from the fact to talk to enough people, see enough people, hear enough people, and reading about enough people. So the people of Michigan did not vote for the guy that supposedly took the reins there. And one other thing, I called the RNC of Lansing, Michigan. Lansing, Michigan, the RNC, I called them six months before election, and I told them, I said, you're going to have to get people out to witness not only the, the precincts, but witness the ballot collection and where they go to the hub, which was apparently Detroit. And you saw what played out. I, myself, in my neighborhood, I'm in a condo subdivision where they have the mailboxes, which is a communal mailboxes, meaning one, one area for one street. I noticed, and I wish I would have went around throughout the neighborhood, I, w- I witnessed before the election that my outgoing mailbox was open at one day when I went to get my mail. Now, I'm wondering how many people uh, were, uh, were breaking into mailboxes, getting the absentee ballots to change them in some way, shape, or form. Well, now, do you have a way in Michigan to check? Because some in some states, I know there is a website you can go to to, to check your registration that you were registered and then whether or not you actually voted in the election. Well, that could show that you voted, but that doesn't show you who you voted for. Well, yeah, but it doesn't doesn't show who you voted for, but it shows that you voted and whether or not um, if you didn't vote and it shows that you voted, then that would be problematic. And is there not a way when you go to vote, if somebody actually got your absentee ballot, there's no way to, to show that you've already voted absentee. So when you go to vote in person, oh, yeah. you could actually yeah, have... you could look it up. You could look it up. I'm sure to see if it was done absentee, but you didn't do it. Yes. See, this is why I, I and I know this is going to make people mad who are you know homebound or whatever. But I personally believe that the only way you should be able to vote is if you can go to a polling place and vote in person with a photo ID, a state issued photo ID. Otherwise, or unless you're in the military, you know, if you're in the military, I would accept absentee ballots from the military. But if you can't, if you aren't capable of getting out and going to the polls and voting, then that would eliminate all the rest of this issue with mail-in ballots and uh, absentee ballots. I think that is, that is where the problem is. And if you notice on election day, if we had gone by Trump by election day only, Trump carried, a majority of the country, well, on the election day voting, it was those absentee ballots coming in that seemed to be where the problem is, which, of course, traditionally and historically has been where the voter fraud occurs. All right. Well, Joe, Joe, one, I, other thing, one other thing I want to say for you. Quickly. Mind. Yeah. And that is when a predator wants to find an easy target, they look for easy targets. And the thing is, the Democratic Party or Socialists, whatever they call themselves these days, uh, they wanted to find the easiest way to take the election. And they found the voter system to be a way to infiltrate with people changing ballots, taking too many ballots, dead people ballots, whatever. So they found the weakest link of the system that they could infiltrate to take the election. And that's what we're seeing play out. All right, Joe, we appreciate you. Let's move to Pam in Little Rock. Hello, Pam. How are you? And welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show. I'm great. Um, I say we take the totals from before, just before they caused the election, and every vote after that should be suspect. I agree. 
and these states. And so when the Supreme Court looks at this, it should be what those numbers were when that pause happened and every single vote counted after that needs to be independently verified. Mm-hmm. I don't think Good you're point. wrong on that, Pam. Thank you very much. Let me move to Winston. Well, Winston in Little Rock. Hi, Winston. You going? Hello, Dave. What's up? Uh, after this election and what's going on here, what would happen? What would the Democrats do if all the states that went red filed for secession hmm. this week and said, to hell with you? It'd be interesting, hey, to say the least. I'm, I'm with you. I'm there. I think the governor of the state of Arkansas, Asa Hutchinson, needs to grow a pair and have his senators file secession papers today. All right. Get us out of this. I don't want to live in communist country. All right. Appreciate your call. We're out of time this hour. If you're waiting, Bonnie, I know you're waiting in Florida. Phil, I know you just got on and you're waiting in Michigan. Stay with us. I will talk to you shortly. Jan Morgan's here. Artie Hopper's here. Paul Calvert's here. I'm here at the Dave Ellswick Show. Talking the election right here on 101.1 FM, The Answer. Second hour, taking your calls about the election, 501-823-0965. That's the uh, number to call into. Bonnie is in Florida. Bonnie, if you're watching on Facebook, can you see my hoodie today? Bonnie, can you see my hoodie? Uh, Well, I I did, but I'm over to my phone right now. Okay, well, I've got a Panama Beach, Florida hoodie on right now. (laughs) Panama Beach. You're right. I'm in Ormond Beach. That's where I go. That's where I go during the summer, man. Right after Labor Day when all the tourists leave. I come in. That's the sugar sand. (laughs) What's up? So uh, I've got several opinions to to voice about uh, as far as the election. I can't wrap my head around uh, mainly Pennsylvania when it was very clear between Biden and Harris that they were going to do away with fracking, which Pennsylvania, as you know, is a heavily Mm -hmm. fracking state. It's going to cause their energy bills to go up. That One night we went to bed, Trump was ahead 700,000 votes, and then you wake up the next morning and it flipped over to to Biden. Yep. But with that said, I I just can't wrap my head around who actually voted for this this person and how these uh, votes flipped. And then you look at Michigan, and last night, or yesterday, I was watching Maria Bartiroma, and she had on Sidney Powell and and Lindsey Graham and a few others, and it was brought up about these voting machines, this Dominion voting machine, 
and that there's 450,000 I guess four hundred fifty thousand votes that possibly flip or will flip. I'm not sure I understood it correctly, but you know, in Michigan they found that this machine made an error, and when they corrected it, all the votes went to Trump. And there's four hundred fifty thousand that are throughout the swing states. Are they going to look into this voting machine system? I know Texas rejected and didn't trust the system, and it's also uh, come out in that interview that. Nancy Pelosi's chief of staff, if I'm not mistaken, and Diane Feinstein's husband have vested interest in this company. Yep, that's what I heard too. So don't don't is, these machines is still going have to uh, pursue this as part of his legal? Um, I'm sure they're pursuing everything. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing. I just haven't heard anything on the on the Trump campaign side of things. Anybody mentioning this other than? Sidney Powell, who I think is amazing. But, um, well, I think that the Trump campaign is just kind of uh, remaining silent at this time, just sitting back and, and letting the lawyers do what they do. Donald Trump, okay. the president, announced today that he is going to have rallies to educate yes. people about the, oh, good. the election. Doing so, what he does best. So that, that yes. that's good things. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it's we're not going to go quietly into the long dark, all right? That's just not going to happen this time. Thank goodness that we well, have a man who will fight about this. Mm-hmm. Well, he has been fighting for America and, and Americans and everything that we stand for. And I'm hoping that we do end up uh, prevailing and that they'll have to go back and and isn't there a paper track. trail with these machines? I mean, is is there no way to I, go it's back? It's a computer and, glitch, so I don't know what the yeah, computer I glitch have no was. Idea. I'll try to get somebody on, uh, Bonnie, I promise, to to talk mm-hmm. to this. Mm-hmm. I, I may be able to get our own Secretary of State to come on. That would be great. Because we didn't use that type system. of system, and there's probably a reason why we didn't. Because Secretary of State John Apparently Thurston's a good guy. He's looking out for us. Awesome. Yeah, there was 47 counties in Michigan that used the voter system, uh, Dominion, and 30 states, from what I understood last wow. night. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'll I'll look into it deeper. How's that? Hey, I appreciate it. I, I think we got to keep this fight going. It ain't over till it's over. I agree. I, I agree. I, I, again, somebody, somebody's uh, going to tell me. I appreciate all your hard work and effort, too. I follow you on oh, Facebook. Somebody, somebody's going to complain. Thank you, sweetie. Somebody's I appreciate gonna, that. Somebody's <laughs> going to complain about me because I'm going to say, it ain't over to the fat lady sings, but that's just the yeah. way it is. All right. Appreciate well, it. How about the lady in the purple dress? Yeah, there you go. All right. Appreciate your call. Thank you very much, Bonnie. Let's go to, uh, who do we got uh, with us right now? You got to go back to my to Heidi. Phil, how are you, Phil? Good, good. How are you guys? We're doing fantastic. You're in Michigan. What are you hearing yep. about the Dominion? Uh, computer well, system. First of all, first of all, I want to say thank you guys for carrying the torch. Transparency and freedom are at stake. Mm-hmm. You're right. Um, Jan, you and I met recently at the Guinness World Record Ride for the Indians. Oh, awesome. How we, cool is that? Good. We met briefly, and, and I didn't get a chance to talk to you much about politics. You were getting tugged in eight different directions. So, um, You mentioned earlier with another caller about uh, going online, Michigan does have uh, the Michigan website where you can go in and check to see if your vote was counted. And I've been on there like six or seven times. I wasn't able to get through. And then I finally got through late last night and I can't find any record of my vote being counted. Hmm. 
and Whoa. I voted in person. Wow. So I'm going to be following up the next few days with my uh, state legislature, if I can get a hold of anyone, and my congressmen or senators in Michigan. And I'm going to ask that question. Why was my vote not counted according to your website? So here's something, a question. So when you go in to vote, did they check, put a check by your name that you showed up? That would be further proof that you actually did go to the polls. In Arkansas, that's what we do. When you go in, they have to look you up on the roster to see if you were registered. They check you off and then they hand you the ballot and you can go to the machine. Do they do that in Michigan? In Michigan, and where I went into the polling place, they have you fill out a little white and green card it's an application you put your name address um various information on there and you sign it and then they verify with your driver's license you have to swipe it through a card machine Mm -hmm. Uh, they verify your address and that your license is legit and all that good stuff then they give you the ballot and i made sure two things one that nobody marked anything on my ballot and that nobody tried to give me a sharpie to write it with i brought my own black pen Mm -hmm. And I filled out my ballot, put it in the machine. The little flag pops up and says, you voted. But yet here it is, you know, all these days later. And I checked this morning and I still can't find my vote being counted on their website. Wow. Well, please do pursue that. Yep. Yeah. I, I have every intention of finding out somebody's going to give me an answer as to whether or not I voted. Have you talked to the Trump team as recorded. well? Have you have you registered your concern with the Trump team? Um, yes, I am. Good. Good. Okay. Yeah, no, we got to keep, gotta keep the pressure on. That have, that have gone on at my urging to check and see if they voted, and four of them said they confirmed it. The other eleven could not find their name on the Michigan website. So hmm. I urged them to contact uh, anyone they could through the Trump administration to say, "Hey, you know, we're, we're voting in Michigan, but our votes aren't being registered." Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for calling Thanks, in this Phil. morning. We appreciate your call. Be careful on that Thanks Indian. Thanks guys. All Keep right, bye-bye good now. Work. All right. <coughs> 501-823-0965. And since about five minutes before the show started, the phone lines are clear now. So you can call in right now and get on the and get on the show and tell us what, uh, what you're thinking about this whole electoral process that has gone down. Hardy, I'm looking at you, and you're – you're just shaking your head. <laughs> yeah. am, I, am I wrong, or is more of your hair gray today? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's turning it's turning grayer all the time. I'm thinking, how much higher can my insurance and my taxes go up? And though we did just pass another tax in Arkansas, of course, but yes, we, sent we did. A, we we are sending a bunch of good people to to Washington to fight for us. And just like the callers are said, we want them to stand up and fight. Fight. We want less government, less taxes, and more freedom. The only way to make government less corrupt is take more money out of it is the only way to make it less corrupt. But I'd just like to say one thing real quick is we've got to win by bigger margins, and I think we've lost a lot of the elections in our school systems. We've got to take our school systems back. The left has been controlling our education system for many years, and when you control the education system, you control the future so we need to make sure that our schools, our colleges, and K through 12 are fair and unbalanced about everything from from creation. Uh, we got to put. We got to get it back. People, people just need to get their kids out of government schools at this point. I mean, Joyce Elliott was talking about, I think earlier, about how how influential teachers are in the in the in the um, 
Lives Our public of school systems are cranking out a, a whole is, generation of of, of it, leftist, far it is, left. It is a left wing yes. engineering tool. We got to take it back. It's our fault. We got as much say about this as any do. It's time for us to take the blame. Get your kids and, out, and us do something different. And do not accept the answer. But the federal government says, if they say that, then say quit taking federal money. Because that's the way they control you. That's exactly right. It is against the law for the federal government to control the education system or the material in the state. But they can develop a test. And if the kids don't do good enough on their test, they can so, control the money. So the teachers teach to the test. And that's, that's how the federal Which government what controls the states in many, in many cases. Because the federal government doesn't have the authority to, to make states sure do a don't. lot of things. But one of the ways they Yet. do it is they they yeah right. But what the one of the things they do is they they bribe the states into taking our rights away. Just like the federal government doesn't have any authority to set speed limits in the state of Arkansas or to make us wear, wear seat belts or to make us wear helmets. But but when the federal government tells the state of Arkansas, you know, we'll give you millions and millions of dollars if you'll take your rights take the rights away from the citizens and 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 infringe on them in various different ways. And the state says, oh yeah, we want your money. And so they pass stupid laws. That that um, take our rights away. But that's uh, the same way that we have now have a another yet another tax increase while Republicans are in control of our state government in Arkansas. It's because the Association of Counties and the Republicans in leadership that pushed that tax on the people said, "We're going to take your money in your counties and your cities. You're going to lose." thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars if you don't get people to support this and i sat there and watched city leaders and county leaders push this tax on the people and tell them we're gonna we're gonna lose all this money and which is an absolute lie it is a lie all right quick uh call with uh, willie here and then we got to get a break willie how are you all right dave what's your you know what you want to bet nine out of ten poll workers are democrats does that tell you something should tell everybody a whole lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. We've we've spoken about this many a time here on this show. That if you want to make sure you got a free election, you got to make sure you show up at the polls to watch them. And and but the problem is now, for instance, in Philadelphia, people showed up, but they weren't allowed into the building. In Detroit, they put white paper up on the window so you couldn't look in. Let me just say, let me let me what, say this. What are they hiding? Let me, yeah. Well, here's the key, and Willie, thanks for your call. Here's because you bring up a good point. Here's a really uh, important question to ask yourself. And Rush asked you to think about this last week. If there's nothing to hide, then why are you not letting the people into the polls to observe? Mm-hmm. I mean, that just makes sense. Boys, in Philadelphia, they allowed them in. They allowed the Republicans in to observe, but they made them stand uh, like 60 ten, feet yeah, away so that they couldn't possibly see what and was going the on. And then the judge said they could be within six foot, and they moved the machines back another 25 feet. Mm-hmm. If there's nothing to see, all right, then uh, why, if, if Biden won, no, no hands down, then why are you afraid of uh you know transparency that's the question people that are afraid of transparency are cheating i'm just telling Mm -hmm. you that right now all right got to get a break in let's do that i'm behind so i got to get the break in then we'll take more calls we'll have more discussion here on the dave ellswick show pi roofing now there's where you don't have to have any discussion because they are the best they've proven it 
Uh, they've proven it to me, for example. They've done my roof several times as far as uh, replaced it. And then uh, I had some problems with uh, an antenna on top of my ha- house because of DirecTV, and that had to be fixed and uh, just keep the, the, the water out of my house because when water gets in your house, bad things follow, just the way it is. Mold, you know, that follows. Uh, the, the drywall uh, comes apart, that follows. Just all kinds of nasty-looking stains on your ceiling, that follows. So make sure your roof is in 100% uh, stead, that it's working correctly, completely, the way you need it to. Just go to PI Roofing, talk to Joel Johnson's crew, and they'll help you out. All you need to do is give them a call, 707-3551. That's the number I call. It's the number you call because I don't get special treatment. You don't get special treatment. You just get the treatment, which is the best treatment, and that's with PI Roofing. You can also uh, you know, reach them on the Internet, the Internet at piroofing.com. All right, back with you on the Dave Ellswick Show. Power panel is in the house. Paul Calvert is here, along with R.D. Hopper from uh, Sunny's Auto. And over to my right is uh, Jan Morgan, who, of course, they have the gun cave out there in Hot Springs. Great place to go to be uh, up Trained. to date on your training. Trained. All right, let's go to Melissa in Alma. How you doing, Melissa? Hey, Dave. Good morning, Jan. Good morning. How are you? Good. Good to hear your voice again, friend. I just wanted to, the thing that's going to be the most, and it's not about the presidential election right now, even though that is high on my list, but how was issue one even on the ballot when it was being decided in our Supreme Court over whether the funds were getting misappropriated? Mm -hmm. I agree. It got glossed over the week before the election actually happened. The ruling came down, I think it was Thursday. And, of course, it didn't get talked about at all. And yet, I mean, they're ruling on it, and it was on our ballot. So that has been, here in the state, one of the things that has um, really been the most upsetting and something I've questioned quite a bit is how was it on the ballot when it was being ruled on. So so what was kind of interesting about that case, if I understand it correctly, is that wasn't the the Department of Transportation going around and basically telling people, well, we can use this money to build bigger, better roads. Mm -hmm. And the courts come down and say, well, no, you can't. Isn't that basically what happened? You couldn't do anything on a four-lane highway to expand it more, which meant that the I-30 corridor that they've been saying all this money could be, you know, put on, can't have that money put on. Yeah, and there's no state control and no accountability for that money. That's That's another issue. The thing about it, it is, and I and I, I had the same approach, Jan, with the the, the city um, city leaders. You know, our our mayor here in Alma went on Facebook on his his account and tells everyone that over half our budget is going to disappear without this tax, this forever tax. Wow. And and I I reached out to him and I said, you know. This, this is not right. First of all, how can half the city budget just be for roads? Because that's the only place this is supposed to be used. Mm-hmm. You know, and but that's what they have them convinced of. Yes, really they did. The and, and that's not true because the, the current tax was in effect until 2023. So what if people of this state had been smart enough to vote against this tax increase, it would have forced our legislature to go back and look at those other two bills that Republicans put forward that would have funded our counties and our cities and all these roads without raising taxes. 
Thank you, Julie Mayberry. Hmm. Yes. Representative Julie Mayberry was was one of the her bill but, was But that would have required them to to make some to govern. Some, some cuts in some other areas. But the problem mm-hmm. is we've got a bunch of Republicans and especially Republican leadership right now that says that, that thinks that we need bigger government. We we, well, need, we, can, we don't have a spending problem. We we we've got but a, you know a what? revenue you problem. Cannot blame, some of the you cannot leadership. blame I, the Republicans in 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 leadership because they couldn't do what they did if they weren't getting voted if they for. weren't getting it's the that's people right. of the state right. that's the problem that the that think money more money and people who do not understand that we are already among the most heavily taxed people in America and when national media outlets are making fun of us before this election saying surely surely the people of Arkansas are not going to vote themselves an additional tax increase when they're already so heavily taxed but what did we do we did it. Number two in sales tax in the United States it's is absurd. Arkansas. It's absurd. Melissa, real quickly, anything else? Okay, we lost her, evidently. Okay, so we'll let her I go. want to know what people ahead, think about RD. the media coverage of the whole election. Well, well the thing, about it, the thing about it is people are not getting all the information about the ballot issues. It's not so much that the, the people of Arkansas... Uh, uh, their IQ problem. The problem is, is the media in Arkansas just like is just like the national media and the, all the companies and corporations that own concrete companies and paving companies. They donate twenty million dollars, so the governor can take his uh, uh, campaign people uh, and put out propaganda. So the people of Arkansas just just like uh, term limits, they put. They're, the issues are misrepresented on the ballot. They don't get all the information. They're misrepresented, and they're spending big money to put out lies to get people to vote for something that isn't what it seems to be. All right. We got Paul. You're up first. We'll okay. come back. Get around Jim. will be with us as well on the phones. 501-823-0967. That's the number. 501-823-0967. Five. Wow. I was going to say six, seven, six, five. We're going to take a break. Rush is next. Let's see what he's got to say here on the Dave Ellswick show. All right. In uh, remembrance of Alec Trevec, what is 3,000 Kavanaugh? What is 3,000 Kavanaugh? If you, if you answer it, you know, what is Hillcrest Designer Jewelry? Ding, 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 ding. Give yourself, uh, you know, a thumbs up. You win. You know, just like in Jeopardy. If you didn't know, Alice Trevec passed away yesterday at 80 years old, just in case you hadn't heard. But I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Hillcrest Designer Jewelry because they are the place to go if you want something original. And by original, I mean you're not just, you know, going into, you know, some jewelry store with a letter for its name and looking in their case and saying, yeah, that right there, which could be bought by, you know, how many dozens and hundreds of women uh, that are here in the state. You get the, you know, the ring that your other really wants. Get something original. But you got to go someplace where they can make it for you, and that is Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. Get a hold of Eric Coleman at 3000 Kavanaugh here in Little Rock, and he'll be able to help you do that that's 3000 Cavanaugh here in little rock hillcrest designer jewelry all right uh get around joe he's been he's been holding get around how are you 
Hey, I'm doing great, Dave. I didn't get to talk to y'all or listen to y'all on the car and truck guys yesterday. Yeah. Or Saturday, but uh, I was kind of out of pocket. But uh, I tell you right now, you, you and them other guys that's sitting in there with you must have it really rough on Mondays. What's that? Why is that? Because you got the supermodel sitting across from oh, you. Okay, Jan's here today. <laughs> yeah, Jan's here today. You know we love you, Jan. Oh, thank you. Love you back. <laughs> Feeling yeah, is mutual. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, curiosity is really getting the best of me on this deal. Why, if this is federal crimes that we're talking that these people are committing up there in these democratically controlled states where's the where's bill barr i mean you know this this is his this is in his bailiwick he should be out there uh enforcing and if if he needs to send in the u.s marshals uh send him in well here's the worrisome part that i have about all of this let's go back for some of you i'm going back before you were even a mad gleam in your daddy's eye to 1960 when JFK beat Richard Nixon in, at that time, the closest election ever in the United States. And it came, I remember that. It came down to Cook County, Illinois. And uh, to this day, if you go up in that area and you talk to anybody who remembers that, they will tell you there was all kinds of information that Mayor Daley had uh, fixed that election for JFK. Richard Nixon decided not to pursue it because he thought it in the best interest of the country not to pursue it. Now, I'm hearing that at times now. It is my firm belief that if you know that something is wrong in your republic and you're not going to fix it, all you're doing is dooming your republic to finally fall apart. And maybe, uh, you know, if things had been pursued during the 60s, we wouldn't be where we're at in the 2020 election. When they set precedent for corruption. Yeah, that's what I'm just well, I mean, saying. That's, I mean, that's, that's the key. You've got to fight. That's what Reagan told us, isn't it? You've got to fight for your freedoms. If you don't, they'll disappear. I'll guarantee it. Well, I think we've got a fighter in the White House, and he is still the president of the United States. And I think that in January, he's still going to be the president. And this is all going to get resolved. Um, What do you think about that, uh, Jim? You think the president? Yeah, I I, I actually remember what you're talking about with JFK and uh, 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 Richard Nixon, because uh, I'm I'm one of that generation you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, yeah. I honestly believe that uh, you know if if we could get some people in there that can um, seize all of those ballots because every one of them needs to be seized so that they can actually look at them and compare them, you know. And I want to know where the three hundred million ballots that uh, just generic ballots that were mailed out where they went and why is the post office not being held accountable for that as well to track them because surely they know where they sent them. I, you know, I talked to hundreds of people here in Arkansas, and I haven't seen or heard anybody in Arkansas that's gotten one, that got one. Well, we didn't, and, you know. we didn't do like in other states did, Jim, and we didn't do uh, a lot of um, mail-in the way these other states did. Understand, when you're talking about mail-in voting, you're talking two different things here. One, 
Here in Arkansas, we did mail in as far as absentee ballots go. When you get an absentee ballot, you got to prove who you are before they'll even send it to you. And then when you send it back, you got to prove it's you that sent it back. There's ways of verifying that absentee ballot. When they just say mail-in ballots, all bets are off at that point. They just send out ballots to anybody they think uh, is a you know possible voter. Whether or not they have the right address. That's and exactly right. Dead or alive. So I thought that in our state, don't you have to actually apply for an yes, absentee ballot? Yes, that's what I'm saying. But in some yeah. of these states, apparently they were sending them out regardless of whether or not you asked for it. And and I don't know exactly how it works, but you know if they're not actually verifying each individual ballot, then you know so then you get corruption. You can, especially because not a matter a lot of you of, can, you'll have it. A lot of people move <laughs> around a lot, right. and so if they don't change their address, ballots may be going to, to old addresses, and, and if in like an apartment complex, you may end up with. Look at this. I gotta, Trump I, vows legal fight as Biden wins election. Yeah, I got to stop. This is Fox, Fox News. <laughs> Let me just tell you, screen. that's false. Biden hasn't won anything yet. He has been said that he's the winner projected. by yeah, he's projected, projected. But the votes and the electoral votes have not been counted yet. So he's not won So this anything. is once again Fox News misleading the people. Trump vows legal fight as Biden wins election. That is what Fox so News has across the screen right now. How is that any different from when, when Trump um, announced that he was winning or he was a winner and, and, and the news media, or at least one, one outlet, said that well, he was—he wrongly and prematurely declared himself the winner. Something, some that effect. It's like, okay, it's one thing to say to, to say it was premature, but it's another thing to say that he was wrong. That's declaring that Joe Biden won. Essentially, how's that any different than than what than what Trump was doing? Well, what's up on the screen right now is not wrong. right. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's, it's a propaganda. Lie. Yeah, that it's is propaganda. propaganda. It's not a mistake. No, it's not a mistake. They are they are trying to frame Donald Trump until so. the electoral votes have been tabulated. You are not president. They haven't called You're the Senate yet, anything. have they? No, they haven't called the Senate. Why is the president? They're going to have to go back. They're going to have to go back to Georgia. Georgia's going to have a runoff. You know and, why? And can't... If you want to see dirty politics, get ready. It's going to get really dirty. <laughs> what is the deal with our attorney general? I mean, first we had Jeff Sessions, who was who wussed out when our president needed him most. And now you've got William Barr, who is absent. Where I mean, where is he in all this? I, I don't understand. why. Hey, we, he's why waiting to see get... which way the wind blows. Whenever you're employed <laughs> by the federal government, you know, your retirement plan depends on if you're on the right side of an issue or not. So mm-hmm. everybody in Washington... They try not to do anything that will single themselves out to mess up the retirement plan. But in a position like this, whether it be DOJ uh, or whoever, if it's a or the FBI, they're waiting to see which mm-hmm. way the wind blows before they pick sides. And here's something else, people. I want you to keep be, pay, pay close attention to the Republicans who are stepping up and urging the president for the sake of the country to just move on and we need to concede no, they we need were to do just, the right. They were yeah, never you, Trumpers you, in the first right, place. They never were, but pay attention to who these people are because that's the deep state. Those are the swamp monsters that Trump has just pushed out the door in D.C. And every and this is they're starting to resurface again because they feel the light at the end of the tunnel. All right. I want to go to Richard. He is in Georgia. And Richard, you are at the point of the spear now as far as the Senate goes. 
What's happening in your state? Well, I can tell you for a fact that uh, Georgia went, you know, for Trump, but uh, that you know those counties in around Atlanta, and I live in Athens, Georgia, okay. where the University of Georgia is, and it's a very liberal county too because of the you know, University of Georgia. But uh, it's kind of scary what's happening. But I want to make a big point that I kind of keep up with the stuff a lot. You know, if you go in there and look at those ballots, and uh, and that's what like you all mentioned, he needs to do. Even if he can just get a percentage of the fake ballots, here's what I figured happened. And you may have mentioned earlier on your show, but um, that actually Trump, you know, won about 8 million more votes than last time, 2016. Mm -hmm. So I don't think really that the turnout was any any greater than 60, 62 percent. So that means basically through deduction that Biden lost from Hillary Clinton's numbers another almost 8 million. So in that process you've got to make up 16 million votes to even come close to what you know uh, trump had so there's a huge number of fake ballots out there and it wouldn't take a whole lot to prove that and it may be some forensic work that needs to be done i know for a fact probably when i was um, at nine o'clock on tuesday it's uh, i got a text message and said i hadn't voted so i went up there at 11 and voted and um, it was easy to vote there um and then I went, I got a message at three o'clock says, thanks for voting. Now, if you know much about this kind of stuff, they're hacked into that information that they shouldn't have access to. And that was the Democratic Party uh, sent that text, by the way. And wow. um, that means they had access at seven o'clock when the polls closed to see just how close they needed and how many uh, ballots they needed to print. And with the technology we have today, you could process fake ballots at seven, eight o'clock and have them out within a couple, an hour or two, have them folded up, put in, signed everything, and a postmark put on, and slipped in. That's why they quit, you know, uh, voting. These, a lot of these latest ones came into the warehouse, and then they were shipped over to the county center. So it's not rocket science here. It's just common sense. And they have the technology to do that, and the technology today is fascinating. And so this is where the real problem is, and I hope they look in the right area and quit working, thinking about you know, people that were out of state or, you know, people that, um, you know, were the illegals, you know, Hispanics yeah. and stuff. Well, think because about, that's, think that's a big number, but it's only about three million at the most nationwide. Yeah. And uh, this is a big, big situation. It can be proven. It, I mean, when you do that much fake ballots at the end, I mean, you could probably just take a thousand of them and run them through forensically. That signature it's on that ballot that's not really checked. It's probably done by a computer, not by hand, not by a pen. You see what I'm saying? It's 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 easy to get this, and I hope Trump's on top of it. Well, I try to communicate with him, but I I'm, I'm going to be honest that if we're thinking about it, I got to believe they're thinking about it as well. Thank you for your call from there in Georgia. Okay, I need to move on and go to France. We got Richard in France. Where in wow. France are you, Richard? Lyon, it's a city next to Switzerland. Okay. Oh, that's beautiful. Wow, you're close to the good yeah. chocolate. I mean, it's beautiful, but, uh, I mean, all the news here is just, uh, let's say, very anti-Trump and not showing, like, both perspectives. I got you. So yeah. what, what what did you want to tell us? Is that the part that you wanted to tell us, that it seems to be um, anti-Trump there? No, I, I mean, that I understand, but my worry is that it seems like, for example, because of Jen Morgan, I joined Parley yesterday. Okay. And, I mean, it's great, but it also worries me that uh, since we cannot speak on Twitter, 
like the possibility that uh, like all the Republicans go on party and all the Democrats go on Twitter is just gonna like uh, isolate both parties and may create an even bigger divide. You know, in I, the country, I'm not going to I'm not going to deny that. I think you should belong to both of them. To be honest, that that would be what I would do. But I will say this: Twitter has brought this on by just indiscriminately going after uh, conservatives. I mean, the reason Levin left uh, Twitter is because they were blocking him all the time. Right, they he's were, talking they, about leaving Facebook as yeah, well. He yeah. does have a parlor page, so, so do I. They were sh- they were shading everybody. I mean, that's exactly what was going down. And if they're doing that to you, it don't matter if you leave or not, basically. Mm-hmm. I, I did. I did encourage yesterday uh, everyone to all conservatives to at least create another page on maybe on Parler or get whatever. I went to Parler so that I have that. I'm not going to leave Facebook. If it, if I wasn't no, on Facebook, we wouldn't be with all these people today. That's when correct. When you got 1.5 million social media followers on them, I can't leave as long as all these people are still here. I'm going to stay here so that I can communicate with you. And these other outlets aren't quite up to par on Facebook yet. As Facebook, uh, hopefully something will will change in that respect but you know in the meantime you do need to have a backup plan in case you get bumped off uh, and he, i expect to be bumped off any day now yeah he made a very good point there he really really did all right we got about 10 minutes till eight we got to get our final break in let's do that and then uh, we'll finish up our live broadcast and then uh, you'll be able to hear us at six o'clock this evening and i'm hoping that I'll have somebody join us to tell us about the uh, local races with Carlton Wing and Jim Sorvillo because I'm hearing that there's questions about how fair those elections are going. So that's all coming your way here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, we've got about six minutes until the top of the hour. If you got to be to work at 8 o'clock and you're seven minutes away, you might want to step on it just <laughs> a little bit just so you'll get there on time. Phone lines are open. And uh, I'm using the 501 area code because we got a lot of people from outside the country that are uh, watching the show today. We've had calls from Israel and France and some other places. So uh, it's it's great to hear those folks and and get their perspective. Uh, If you live in Georgia, I really like to hear from you. Uh, today just because there's so much uh, you know that could go on there mm-hmm. and when and, and when's the next ballot when when do you go back to the polls that's a question uh that i have as well i'd like to know when you're going back uh to the polls uh for the senate race especially and to see how uh that comes up all right rebecca is joining us uh from the mississippi gulf coast What's happening with you, Rebecca, and how are things where you're at? Oh, well, the weather is supposed to be 79 and sunny today, so Uh, after that hurricane, I'm very thankful for that. Good. All right, what's your take on all of this? Well, you know, first we all have to remember that this is still just projection. The media does not call an election. Sure, they can say who they think is going to win, but we really won't know until the Electoral College votes, and that's not going to be until December. We won't know for sure. So, you know, I, I see a lot of people going back and forth, lashing out at each other, and to be quite honest, it's, it's, it's very annoying and just makes everybody look like fools. 
um, that they don't understand how this election process actually works. Oh, they understand. It's a propaganda tool. Oh, it's it a, is it's a perception. The media is using the oh, even the calls, the polling, announcing the poll numbers, you know, weeks and months before yes. the election. All that is propaganda yes. and it's meant to influence people. Yes. I mean, I wouldn't trust the media to, you know, report accurate COVID numbers. Why would I expect them to accurately report an election? Right. Um and, you know, one thing that I I have spoken with somebody who has um and in, uh, I can't really say, but from what I understand, Nancy Pelosi has a majority shareholder in the company that made the software for Dominion. Yes, we're and we've talked about I have that. not heard anybody. Okay, I didn't. I didn't hear. I didn't catch that part this morning. You know, and that just that raises a lot of suspicion. Well, I agree. I want to know how you know, much did George Soros own. Hey, is this Becca Dean I, by yeah, any chance? I, is this, yes, ma'am, it is. Hey, girl, how are you? So I so, am fantastic this morning. So Becca is the state chair of 2A Women in Mississippi. Congratulations. So, yes, fantastic. she's awesome. Thank now, you. Becca, Becca and I had a little, uh, I tried to have a come to Jesus moment with her because she was supporting Joe Jorgensen. And I want to know, did you actually end up? You don't have to tell us who you voted for, but you do know, and you, I'm sure you saw that the Libertarian vote did take votes away from President it Trump. It did. Yeah. It did. So did sure I convince did. you not um, to vote for Joe, or did you vote for I I ended up uh, voting for Jorgensen, and I actually, uh, you know, Mississippi won mm-hmm. a lot of uh, Republicans in, in the state, so right. I, where there wasn't libertarian, I mean, that's how I am. I'm a, I'm a right-wing libertarian. If there's not a libertarian on the ticket, I vote Republican. That's well, girl, how I let me am. tell you, I, I'm mad at you, but I still love you, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I love you too, Jen. Thank All you, right. sweetie. Thanks for your call. We appreciate you, and you bring up a good point about what you're seeing, for instance, on Fox, where it says, uh, Trump is going to challenge and continue to challenge, even though Biden wins mm-hmm. the presidency. Mm-hmm. Remember, right. Biden hasn't won anything nope. until the ballots are certified. And the electoral, yeah, by the Electoral College. That's right. And since and te- technically nothing don't. has been certified technically yet. Technically, the election hasn't happened yet because the Electoral College is mm-hmm. what elects the president. Yep. And That's true. Can the Electoral, the college does this win? What date? Uh, it's in December sometime, I think, isn't it? I think... Oh, and to answer your question about Georgia, I think it's the 5th of January. Can, can the Electoral the College say, we're not going to certify yes. this election until we're sure that, yes. that the, the integrity of the election is intact? They can, will they? Hmm. We'll talk about that at 6 o'clock here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Jan Morgan, R.D. Hopper, and Paul Calvert, all part of the Dave Ellswick Show for a Monday.
FM, The Answer, Dave Ellswick Show. The uh, power panel's here. Jan Morgan's here, as well as uh, R.D. Hopper and Paul Calvert. Uh, this is recorded earlier, so we'll try to keep things, you know, time-wise. I'm not going to say this or that that I think may change, you know, before the show airs. I'll tell you what we know right now. Uh, may change, may not change. I will say this. All of the TV programs that have said that Biden has won the presidency, that is BS. He has uh, not. Because, yeah, he hasn't. The, the ballots haven't been certified. Until the Electoral College votes, uh, nobody is president as of the 10th of January, just the way it is. Uh, you got to play by the rules, and we're trying to play by the rules and, and keep it by the rules, although i got to believe in Philadelphia and in Detroit, they weren't playing by the rules. And I'll, I'll state what, what Rush said uh, last week, and it was this. Why are you worried if there's nothing to hide that you won't allow transparency? Yeah, wh- why would government officials want to keep things secret from us? Yeah, I mean, why would uh, you tell you know, legal observers mm-hmm. that are Republicans that they can't come in and, uh, and watch the count in Philadelphia? Why in Detroit... Do they say that you can't put, uh, you know, things up on, you can put paper up on the window so nobody can see what you're doing? Uh, why are you afraid that you've got a postal worker who, who swore with an affidavit that he was told to bring in ballots late uh, to a polling place? How can you call and stop an election? They stopped it in about five states. They stopped counting. Did you see what Mitt Romney just said no. about President Trump? He said about President Trump's legal challenges. It is important for a democracy admit we are a constitutional republic, just in case you didn't admit. He said it is important for the democracy that we don't allege fraud. No, now, see, that he, he said that. Yeah. Back Nixon. Yeah, it's, a, it's important that we don't allege fraud. That's what Mitt Romney allege said. They put it fraud. in writing that well, we don't if, allege fraud. If there's fraud. no evidence for it, yeah, it's, it's important that you right. don't, that you don't uh, make, allege. make but there's, false But there's ad, evidence. But, but you know what? I switched, I switched networks just to see what the other networks were saying yesterday. Well, of course, it made me want to throw up. I, I, I could only tolerate it for about 15 minutes, and then I just couldn't stand it. But they were – the way they talk about – our president is revolting. I, I've with, never with seen media so. Uh, uh, I, I kind of noticed it some after the election this time too. Is that the the contempt seemed to be a little more intense? A little more. Uh, that's that's obvious. about the understatement and, and, of the year. And, and so it's just the, the, whereas normally I think it's a little more veiled, and they perhaps try to try to um, portray themselves as open minded. Here we go. Biden is going to lay out his COVID nine plan, including a possible national mask mandate. Yep. Here we go. The federal government's going to going to tell the states how the people in their state have to live every day. Well, there's a lot of people that are listening right now that are holed up in their houses that are still scared to death about COVID nineteen. That think that that's a good thing, Jan. That's just so scary to me. Right. That they think that that's a good thing that the government tells you you must. Do this. And this is the same government that certifies the medical industry and, and tells tells us that they're safe and that t- gives them permission to operate. And the medical industry has been killing. What, what are they saying? One hundred and fifty to four hundred thousand people a year with their with their preventable medical, medical errors. Yeah, so, so 
why would we trust government to to make, be making these types of medical decisions for us and, and tell us that this is this is the better thing to do? The fact is that you know if we've got a disease that needs to run its course, if you make it draw it if you draw it out for extra long, that hurts us worse. Well, for people that don't, for, well, you say why you're asking why? Well, people that don't believe in God. Their government is, is their, their source God. of authority, is. is their God, yeah. and it is the source of authority for right and wrong, mm-hmm. and is source of authority to right the ills in society. Mm-hmm. And uh, and, depend, and tell you what your rights and what your no rights are. I mean, right. that's what If you go back to the now. Declaration of Independence, they cited God as the authority to create this country and withdraw from England. So Mm -hmm. our source of authority of our forefathers was God. And unless that's our foundation, this country will not stand. And and uh, part of the problem is what's what's kind of maddening on some level is that in many churches, you can't get them to teach. You can't get them to acknowledge that that, uh, that politics is a moral issue. This is something that's actually something (laughs) that matters. It matters how you vote. It matters the policies you support. It's a moral issue. This is this is not something that well well my my politics are separate from my religion. If your politics are separate from your religion, what is your religion doing for you? Well, you have no Christianity if it's all separate. I'm just saying. I, it's, it's I a, agree with you, Paul. You need to read the the Democratic platform. Just the, you know, you can't tell me that that there wasn't a lot of Christians that voted for Biden because you oh, yeah. know yep. a lot of Christians believed all the news media on how bad Donald Trump was. Mm-hmm. He's not a nice nice guy. He hates people of of different races, and, and some a lot of Christians believed all that. But you need to read the Democrat that, Democratic and platform, and they live true by about it. About Trump being a jerk and a terrible racist. Why would that justify voting for Biden? Yeah, he's I mean, as racist as anybody. I mean, I mean, why? Why would I mean? I can. Okay, if you believe all this stuff about Trump, fine, don't vote for him. But why on earth would you vote for Biden? Why would you vote for a Democrat at all? Whenever you when know the platform, platform and would right. you know what they stand for, how are you going to answer to God for and voting some, for that? And I platform? think some of that. Yeah, is Mitt still, Romney needs to answer that question because he voted for Biden. I think that some of that is is so. Is still a problem that, that that we've got people that don't believe that abortion is wrong. They, they haven't ever actually considered it very much, and they're packing the church pews. They, they, they don't know right from wrong in that regard. And I think some of it's just a, a lack of teaching, and people just haven't considered it. Well, this is just well, you're just ending a pregnancy is no big deal. Well, the well, Bible because because a lot of the churches have gotten away from the Bible and they want to do feel good preaching. They don't even want to talk about hell, and they do that because it's about the bottom line, which is money, hmm. big not God. Yes. Well, well, when accountability comes into play, you know, you kind of dampen people's spirits a little bit when accountability comes into play. But there should be there's accountability in people's life. You can't get away from accountability. No, man, you're especially not going to get away with accountability with God. But this country has to return back to the source of authority for right and wrong. Biden is not the source of authority for right and wrong. The government's not the source of authority for but right and so wrong. So many people. Use it was that. ordained by God. So, so many people. They don't. They don't know or care what God says. Some people think they care, but the fact is they don't know, so they can't really care. And, and so it's, it's my my people perish for a lack of knowledge on some level. 
And That's it's, true. And it's a, it's a serious problem, though, is that we've got people that, that I've got a pretty decent friend uh, that a while back, he, he, he didn't know if he thought abortion was wrong, especially at the early stages. And, and this is a good conservative guy that I went to church with. It's like he hadn't considered it. Well, he, he must have considered what the considered schools it. were teaching him. You know, he'd, been, he'd, he'd gone to public schools. He'd gone to public schools. That was a good guess and considered but, what schools was teaching him that were just but, animals. He, but John the Baptist was declared to be John the Baptist in the Bible before he was born while he was still in his mother's womb. Sure. No, so I, and that's a, God <laughs> does the, recognize people as people sure. before they're and, born. And if you can't establish, when does a person become a person? At what point is it? Is it two days after they're born? Is it right after they're born? When, well, when now is they're it? trying to decide. Well, you know, actually, there's if they're a scientific. There not. is a is scientific. It, the it? scientific community, which is supposed to be anti-God, the scientific community says that it it, it occurs at conception mm-hmm. as soon as two cells multiply. That's a living thing. Uh, so conception. When two cells multiply, is when beca- that when, is a living organism. That, that's when you become an individual. That's when you are a separate mm-hmm. individual from from your mother. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I was a, a, a male trapped inside a woman's body for about nine months. Yeah. I was the separate individual from my mother. So mm-hmm. elections do have consequences, people. The reason I'm, I'm bringing this up is, you know, there are millions of children being killed before they're born. And having someone that supports the Democratic platform in the White House appointing Supreme Court justices mm-hmm. has – repercussions elections do have repercussions Mm -hmm. and people better start thinking about how they vote so let's talk about those repercussions folks i want to remind you who joe biden said would be the guy in charge of the second amendment issues beta o'rourke has said Mm. i will sure i'm coming for your ar-15s uh kamala harris has said we need to or kamala whatever the heck her name is we need to hold gun manufacturers liable for the actions of criminals with guns what do you think that's going to do to gun manufacturers uh what do you think they're going to do as far as eliminating the ammunition situation all they have to do is go after them with corporate taxes and the next thing you know the next, oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear me. Oh, and the next, ahead. the next thing you know, uh, ammunition plants are going out of business, folks. This is this is. We're not going to be able to go along to get along, get along to go along, or whatever with with uh, Joe Biden in the White House. This is more than just we've got to be concerned about the integrity of our election system. When you lose your Second Amendment, when you lose that, you have absolutely no way to defend the remaining Bill of Rights. And the reason for the Second Amendment is not self-defense. It's not for hunting. It's to keep tyranny at bay. Well, tyranny is here. Yeah, it's baying, all right, at your door. Mm-hmm. It is. It is here. That's, uh, that's what uh, is going on. And on that, that note, just so you know, I, traveling through Arkansas yesterday, I, I taught a, a combatives, U.S. combatives uh, class up at Lead Hill, which is right on the Missouri border. And coming home yesterday, I stopped at every place i knew of that could possibly have ammunition and no one had anything i mean nothing not hunting ammo not shotgun shells i mean zero Hmm. nothing and you think that's going to get better with biden on the horizon well i would say that all that ammo is in somebody's hands it's in the uh, government's hands well it's also well 
Well, there's you, a lot of other people buying it all, so yes. I know where some of it's at. Yes, well, I know where a lot of it's at. <laughs> I, I've been buying buy it for years. From you? I've been, yeah. No, I'm not sharing. I've been buying and stashing for years. But here's here's the thing, because I, you know that's just what that's just what people do who are, are serious about things, um, about defending our republic. But um, folks, it's it. it Seriously, it's not going to get any better, and I, I hate to contribute to the ammunition deal, the the, the rush. But uh, while while the Democrats were buying hoarding toilet paper, smart folks were hoarding ammunition. But here's part of the issue: it's not that it's just being bought out by the by the government or whoever else. It's that people are not going to the ammunition manufacturing plants because of COVID nineteen. They can make more money right. to stay at home and draw that government paycheck. Or work, yeah. So you've got to increase demand. People won't go back to work. There's your problem. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, Evelyn Gomez will join us from the Pulaski County Election Commission. I want to ask her questions about Carlton Wing and and uh, and uh, Servillo and their races because I've been getting all kinds of emails saying there's problems with it. Well, we'll ask Evelyn and see what she tells us when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, let's continue on the Dave Ellswick Show. You know, we've been talking about uh, voting irregularities uh, all across the United States. Let's get back to local uh, in Pulaski County. Evelyn Gomez joins us, and she, of course, is uh, with the commission, election commission here in Pulaski County. Evelyn, I've been sent a lot of emails, a lot of texts, people asking What's going on in the Carlton Wing and in uh, Servillo races that there, there's questions about is it on the up and up? Is, is there any reason people need to be concerned? Well, people should always be concerned about um, our election process and, and should be. Um, this is why the commission um, in, in a bipartisan uh, manner um, have pushed transparency. Mm-hmm. The two Republicans and the Democrat um, have pushed transparency, um, and we, we've had to fight for some transparency. Um, yeah, earlier earlier on, uh, we we talked about transparency, and uh, you all were concerned, and I know Star was concerned. That she said that uh, you know they weren't checking signatures and things of that nature when people were asking for for absentee ballots. Did that all get shaken out because that story kind of disappeared? Yeah. So here's the problem. Here's what we discovered. There's going to be a huge number of absentees that cannot legally be counted because Terry Hollingsworth at the clerk's office instead of having the voter complete the form and fill it out 100% completely. Um, she, her office went ahead and just sent um, ballots out when people had incomplete applications. And here's the problem with an incomplete application. There's no way to fix it once your ballot has gone out and you've sent the ballot back. There's no way, if you're missing a signature, there's no way to add that later on. What's going to happen is all those people that have missing ad, a part of missing ad, incorrect missing addresses date of birth is wrong um the signatures missing we cannot legally count their ballot and that's 100% Terry Hollingsworth's fault the clerk's office sent out 
ballots to folks that had absentee ballot applications that were not 100% complete or it was missing an important piece of information. And so now when you look at the law, we have, and tonight we have a meeting at 530. We're going to go through provisional ballots and we're going to go through some of these things. And the law says you're going to compare for the name, date of birth, signature, address, and if they do not compare, you shall not count the vote. So, what so you're, we have a huge number let me of people just jump in. will not be counted. Yeah, what you're saying is that you all are ready to protect the integrity of the election process. Absolutely. But we've been fighting for it. Well, that's good. It's worth fighting for. Absolutely worth fighting for. And uh, I'm I'm, pl- I'm I'm pleased to hear that. My question for you is: uh, Are there problems in the wing and the Sorvillo races? Well, right now they're way too close to call, um, and I hope that there is an evil doing and i hope that everything was done correctly however there have been staff members at the election commission staff members um and in conjunction with poll workers who have done things behind closed doors outside of the public view so i can't give you my 100 percent confidence that everything is on the up and up Wow. Because things were done outside of the public view. Wow. Are, are Wing and, and Sorvila aware of this? I'm very certain they are. Okay. So what 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 do you where do you go from here? I mean, if you're saying to my listeners, hey, look, if you voted in these areas in Pulaski County, there could there could be some problems. What can you say to them to let them know that the election process is is uh, going to be you know kept clean well this is why we we had a a meeting um the commission had an emergency meeting um on friday and we had to although quite frankly i um and this let me skip step back here so we received a cease and desist letter from the republican party of arkansas which um and then we had an emergency meeting and i was in personally was in agreement with what chairman doyle webb had wanted us to do and he asked for us to decertify mr sean camp as an election um, official and as a commission um we ended up there's you know three votes i'm just one of the votes um, and so the commission ended up voting, and we did not decertify Sean Camp, but we did limit him that he cannot touch any more ballots because it's alleged there is a problem with some things, and there's an integrity a question of... Um, is that how how much integrity we're in um, the actions that he took? All right, Evelyn, I got I got I got news that's coming up. Can I ask you? Will you hold with me for one more se- uh, section of the day? Absolutely. All right. 
you you stay right where you're at get a cup of coffee we'll be back we'll talk some more with you jan morgan is here and uh, rd hopper is here and paul calvert's here and uh, evelyn i love you you know i do but i'm telling you i'm listening to you talk and you sound very concerned and that concerns me that, that really, really should be yeah it concerns me i'm just telling you it concerns me we're going to come back we're going to talk further with evelyn gomez she's the head of the pulaski county election commission we'll see uh, we've got some more questions for her she'll give us the answer she'll she'll shoot straight with us i'll tell you that much i know that much about evelyn so stick around don't go anywhere six cock edition of the dave ellswick show continues let's continue with the six cock edition of the dave ellswick show jan morgan's here J, uh, J.R. is here. Hopper. Hardy. Mm-hmm. Hardy. J.R. <laughs> you Hey, I answered to any initials. I've got, total, uh, I got so many people to just go by initials now. Uh, uh, we got uh, you, Mr. Hopper is here, and so is Mr. Calvert. Okay, maybe that would work out that way. Iverson will be back next week. And we just had a bombshell dropped before yeah. the break. That, Evelyn Gomez wow. is with us. Evelyn I'm going to paraphrase what you just told me. You tell me if I heard what you said correctly. I I said, uh, you know, were you, did you feel like the election was on the up and up? And basically, you kind of said, I can't for sure say that. Is that right? I'm just uh, there. I'm not 100% confident in everything that was done. Um, okay. I I can tell you what I am confident in. Okay, give us, tell us what you're confident. In the in-person voting, I'm confident that the machines um, work quite, because we don't have that um, same system that, you know, Feinstein's. Um, Dominion. Has, yeah, we don't, we don't use Dominion. We have a paper audit trail. With, we, ESNS is our vendor, and our machines have a paper audit trail. That's because fact, Secretary of our, State John Thurston is amazing. That actually came through Mark Martin's administration. Oh, good. Okay. okay. Well, well good. Mark Martin was amazing, too. Yeah. I yes, he was. Of them. Yes, he was. At the, and at the time, um, there was a, a just a crackerjack legal team that worked for Mark Martin, mm-hmm. um, the late Martha Adcock, um, and you had A.J. Kelly uh, and Justin Tate at the secretary's office at the time. And um, that having that paper audit trail in our system um, is huge because we can always go back to the paper. We've got that paper record. So I have 100% confidence in the machines, the in-person voting. 100% confident that those tallies, those totals, everything everything is correct. So Um, what what are um, you not confident in? Um, I'm concerned um, with absentees are a little concerning. Um, I've gotten I've gotten reports of folks that um, didn't get their their ballots um, that w- were sent places where they didn't live. Um, I, I I had a one of our elected um, state house members. Um, sent me an email um, stating that one of their constituents um, went to go vote and was told that they voted in Fayetteville, and this person actually has never been to Fayetteville. 
right? So you just you have some um, there's just just some reports of of some issues now. There's always issues with every election, right? So that in and of itself is, isn't a big deal. You may have, you know, a, a couple handful of, of, of problems here and there. Um, but my heart aches for the um, folks who did an absentee ballot um, and there's not a cure period for um, any of the deficiencies and, and they were sent a ballot by the clerk's office knowing full well that they couldn't fix an incomplete application. Okay. But it, let me it, just tell you, there okay. is a cure period for anyone who yeah, did not submit a... Explain what you're talking did, about, cure. So it, for photo ID, if you submitted your absentee ballot or if you went and voted in person, and you're like, oh, I don't have my ID with me. I don't have, I don't have this with me. You have until noon on Monday, November 9th, to bring that in. You can bring it to the clerk's office, you can bring it to the Placid County Election Commission, and you can bring yourself and present your ID and say, this is who I say, I am who I say I am, right? Here I am, um, this is me, here's my, here's my ID. So you do have a time, able, ability to cure that. So some of these provisional ballots um, that without that ID requirement, if, they, if the voter didn't um, either submit it um, or if they didn't have have their ID to show with, with them when they went to vote, they have until the Monday after the election at noon, and this year it's the ninth today, and notices were sent out on Friday to all those voters. Um, and so, you know, for the for those people, they'll have, they'll have a chance to cure or kind of make right um, a deficiency in, you know, you know as far as you know what what they need to present, but the the a huge group of people that cannot cure or or make right are anyone who perhaps didn't sign they didn't sign their voter statement or they didn't even or a lot of people forgot to even include their voter statement form for the absentee ballots. Um, if there's a part of your application, like I said, it, it just breaks my heart as we're going through these as a commission, um, and in fact. We went, we had poll workers and staff kind of sort out these, um, the absentees. And we had them there in, you know, different, different boxes for different, we had kind of segregated out. We had the ones that these are all filled out. Everything is here. We're going to count them. If everything is there. The voter uh, filled everything up correctly. It matches, it matches every, it matches up. They've got everything there. We're going to count it. And then we had the stack of, um, voters who, um, we're missing, we're missing something, right? And there you have those that had they they signed it, but they didn't include the ID, um, a copy of the ID, or sign the optional voter verification statement where you can attest to say I am who I say I am. So you have those folks that were able; those are the ones that are able to be cured. That the notices went out by Friday, and they had until had until Monday eleven nine to get that All right. present that ID. Let me give you one final question before I, I let you go. First of all, we put that information out about curing on Friday mm -hmm. and got that yeah. information out for you all, and then we put it on my Facebook as well. So a lot of people got that information that way. Uh, what are we looking as far as being able to call, you know, uh, Wing or Sorville's race? Because neither one will well, come on until you guys do something. I mean, they're they're wanting you to do something before they talk about it. Oh uh, well, yes. Um, 
So there are some provisional ballots that we're going to look at tonight at the meeting. And they were, um, there's three different batches of them. And the batches are just broken up with how quickly, the reason there's three batches is because there were so many that we had this year. That's how long it took the poll workers and officials to go through. So we have 670 in the first batch, 1,235 in batch number two, and 559 in batch number three. So we're going to go through those um, provisionals tonight. So um, and like have... I said, many of them cannot be cured. Some of those in the provisional stack were folks that needed to present ID. And if they would, if they did present ID, then those votes will, will obviously be able to be counted. Mm-hmm. It, um, and so we also there... have our overseas UACAVA voters, so our overseas military and um, folks that are out of the country. Um, they had 10 days to get those um, received that were mailed. So is there um, any, so, any go ahead, is Paul. there any kind of guess at all about how many of those ballots are going to be valid? I mean, so there's, you're talking about what, 2,300 or so, 2,400 that are kind of in, in the, in the wind right now or in the, uh, mm-hmm. is it going to, is it 10%? Is it 75%? Any, any kind of guess at, at, at what, how many of those have been yeah. cured? Yeah, what, what's going to actually come out of that? Because we've we've got the races here. It's I think it's what less than a hundred votes between each of these races, right? Uh, way less than hundred votes. Um, yeah. Okay. There are enough out there to swing either one of those races. Okay. Okay. And so it's it is not a done deal. Every you know everything's still in play, and it just depends on. You know how many of those folks that can cure that um, didn't have, didn't present ID actually come in and present ID um, and going through the you know provisionals and the reasons why um, they'd be if they get counted or not. So there there's enough to to make a difference in the outcome of those races. All right, do you so we think- do not have a we do not have a clear winner yet. Plus, we have the outstanding um, overseas UACAVA um, military votes as well. So, that'll be so you're saying it may, it may be still coming. another, what, five or six days before you know, or what? We will know on the 13th. On and the we 13th. have the provisional ballot hearing um, on 10 days after the election. We have it on, on the 13th, which um, good times is Friday. Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th is when we will be certifying the election. And that's uh-huh. so we're having our new provisional tonight. We're having a provisional ballot hearing on Friday. Um, and then we also are gearing up for the runoffs. Um, so that that's always, it's always a fun time. We've got, we've got a lot going on right now. All right. Um, well, can I get you back on Friday? Would you come on and update my listeners on this? Uh, absolutely. Okay. Of course, our meeting on Friday is going to be in the evening, so just I won't have a result until Friday evening as far as um, what will happen. But absolutely, Dave, I will come on whenever you need me. I am available to you. All right. Evelyn, thanks so much for the time. We appreciate your uh, calling in and, and talking to us today here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Have a great day, all right? You too. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye now. Evelyn Gomez. And well, i tell you what, she was... She was picking and choosing her words carefully. Mm-hmm. She, well, didn't a... call. she didn't want to say, here's the problem. She was kind of talking around it, but the bottom line is, sounds like to me, the uh, absentee and 
some of the other ballots that have come in. There's some questions, and I'm wondering how much that revolves around Kemp. Well, we had a caller call in earlier that just said any of the ballots that are in question in the national race that came in after Election Day should be gone through by hand and individually That's what they're doing. Individually inspect every one of them. That's all anybody is asking for in the country. It's not a bunch of conspiracy people, not all of them, that are that are wanting to start <laughs> that are wanting to start a war. We're just saying there needs to be a fair count and everything that came in after election day needs to be inspected by hand and looked at. Well, and so this, that's all we're asking for. And some of the stuff so if 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 the only requirement in some of these states is to be postmarked the day of the election, then it seems to me that if the postmark post office is open after the the election is over, after the voting is ended, what would keep them from continuing to vote and and taking their their ballots directly? That to should the post never office? been allowed. And election day is problem. election day, and and if, the, if, if anything, you make it be postmarked by the time the election is over. There is no but, excuse. There's no excuse for people. Like when you get to vote early voting, you, it's not like this is the only day that you can vote. You've got all this time early voting. Two weeks. You can vote. In yeah, Arkansas. two weeks you can vote in Arkansas. Early voting, and then you've got election day. And if you can't get your crap together and get that done by whatever time the polls close on election day, that's it. And the American people deserve to have an answer of who won the election by midnight that night. I mean, we can put people on the moon. Surely, we can. We can count votes with all the electronics well, that we not have today. If you're not counting them. Yeah. <laughs> How many votes do we need, Dan? I don't. Yeah, I mean, right. I guess we, and, we should. And that's my worry because that's what they always. Every did state in should be forced to have an, a paper trail so that you can do a paper audit as well as from the machines. And every state should not have after hours voting. It's over when the polls close. All right, we'll come back. We got one more segment here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Final segment for Monday, and it has been an interesting show. If you haven't uh, listened to the whole show, go back and and get it on the uh, you know one hundred one point one FM theanswer dot com website and hear all of the phone calls that we had early on here in the show. Uh, all the way from about, Israel, yeah, even all, Israel and France, mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, call in and, and listen to what's going on and what people are thinking about this. I will tell you this. A lot of people are con- are really, really concerned. Here's what I'm concerned about, and I, I'm going to just parrot what Rush said. If there's nothing to hide, why are you hiding it? <laughs> I mean, that's what it comes down to. If you're not doing anything wrong, what's wrong with having the Republican observers that are supposed to be there or the uh, the poll watchers that are supposed to be there. Why are you putting paper up on windows? Why are you telling people they have to leave? Then when a federal judge says that you got to uh, let people see what's going on, when they come in to be six foot, six feet away from uh, where they're counting the, the ballots, uh, you move the polling uh, or the counting booth another 20 feet away. Mm. I mean, there, there's there's just too many things going on. Wow. Why in Nevada did they throw away the envelopes that showed where the uh, where the votes were coming from? Because they they can't they can't see that now. There's questions here that need to be answered. Because I'm going to tell you, if we don't get them answered now, 
two years from now, we're going to be right back in the exact same place we are right now. Well, and it, and it takes some it takes some guts and some courage and some uh, some risk, if you will, to actually challenge this stuff. Because the fact is that that it makes you look like a little bit of a conspiracy nut if you start challenging some of this. But at some point. If you don't challenge it when there's uh, when there's evidence for it, then what do you do? do you just let them take over? Well, here's the thing. You got this problem, and people have been watching television this morning, and it says that President Trump is going to is going to uh, ask that there be recounts and all kinds of stuff with Biden being winning the presidency. Biden has, has not, not won. won the presidency. But that's not what the news media that's says. That's not what they're saying Even right now. Even Fox. They're, they're, they're saying that because we projected it, it's gospel. No, it's not. And, you know, you heard people calling me. In, in, in one conversation I just had, people are calling me and said, has it been verified? No, it no, has it, not. It has is, not is, been is, certified. Is there still, has, has, uh, have we lost or, but there has to be trust in the system, That's and there exactly has to right. be trust. So we have to have transparency. We need peace. We need calm, and we need the right answer. And we don't need a problem. We just need transparency. We need all these ballots that came in at the last hour verified, and we need to verify that everybody voted got counted, and after they do that, then they can declare a winner. One other thing I wanted to bring up. The left now is telling us that we all need to pull together and unify. <laughs> yeah, they were really unified. You four years ago. They yeah. pulled together and unified. Remember, right? I, I saw bumper stickers everywhere that said resist. Yeah. Was that, the same, was that the same group that was burning cars and saying defund the police? Probably so. Was that the same group? Probably mm-hmm. so. <laughs> but, to, you know, for four Let's come years. together now. For Uh-oh. four years they've been resisting on all of this. Yeah, the Senate is 48-48. Uh, <sighs> right and now still counting, and huh? we're going to be waiting to see what happens in georgia gonna have have to have a runoff there so wait a minute there's that's four races set 48 48 that's four races that are well there's there's a couple that are out there i don't think tillis in north carolina yet has been declared okay. a winner uh it seems like that he has the inside track on that okay. he's He's gone on and said that he's declared himself. Mm. But, uh, again, it comes down to you got to wait till the ballots have been counted, folks. Got to do that. There is a process. Follow the process. Yeah, just make sure the process you follow is the correct process. <laughs> well, that's, that's true, too. Whose process is it? Yeah, you need to you, you got to do that. But I'm, there's my questions for today. If there's nothing to hide, why aren't you letting the people come in and watch? I mean, if there if if you're not doing anything wrong, why in Philadelphia did they keep out the Republican poll workers? Why did they do it in in Detroit? Why did they put cardboard and paper up on the window so you couldn't look in? And then uh, last but not least, this whole thing about, uh, you know, them calling the election when it's not called until the, everything's been certified. Can we can we can understand that? I can understand if it's a blowout, if it's six or eight points that you win by, or even three and a half points that you win by, they can pretty much say it. But you can't say it when it's razor thin like it is right now. You just cannot say it right now. And you do your your listeners and you do your viewers a disservice 
if you do that because Jan and I will sit here and and jump up and down and say this mm-hmm. is the way you lose your republic. Yes, when it is. People, when people get to the point that they don't believe that when they go to the polls, and already a great majority or a large minority of Americans don't think their vote counts for anything anyway. So Dave's question of the day is, uh, if you have nothing to hide, then why hide? That's right. My question of the day is this. It's going to go past all that, uh, because I don't know what's going to happen in the next few months. But I do know this, and this is the question I want to ask you, because who knows what's on the horizon. If you knew today that you were going to have to use all of your training, mentally, physically, and tactically, to defend your life, would you train differently today? If the answer is yes, then what are you waiting for? Yeah, call Jan. Call me. <laughs> Call the gun cave. It'll take you know, care of that. The government's not our master anyway. It's our job to get up every morning, use the freedom that we have left to protect our family, mm-hmm. and uh, and to win no matter what. It's like Reagan said, you know, we're the government and we're here to help. Yeah. That's not necessarily true, but uh, we <laughs> obey them. Typically is not. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that, oh, yeah. That's like a terrorist threat. So yeah. we've survived lots of other presidents, and we, it's our job to survive the next one. Mm-hmm. All right. Any last thing from you, Paul? you got 30 seconds. Well, don't be afraid. Be vigilant. Yeah, well, you got to be vigilant. You know, you got to verify. That's just the way. Remember what Reagan said. You know, trust but verify. All right. Dave Ellswick Show will be back with you 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. See you then. Stick around for more programming here on 101.1 FM, The Answer.